0: Hi, welcome to the Pink Chair Show. I am Annie Lobert and I am the founder and creator of Hookers for Jesus. Today I have a guest that is very close friends with me. Not only that, he's my husband. His name is Oz Fox. He's in a band called Striper. And I wanted to bring him on the show today to talk about a very, very important subject. And one of them is this, is that you in your life, us in our lives, we will be going through trials sometimes. And here's the thing, you guys, trials are actually not bad. It says in James that when we have trials, that it creates this beautiful patience in us and endurance and strength. And we have been faced with probably, I would say the trial of our life as a couple. And just in general, as in health, And so I wanted to have you come on today, honey, because I want to share with everyone. We talked about this before, but very briefly, I didn't get to ask you questions or tell anyone the story of how it happened, Mm. but we were faced with something that happened. I would say you were, and it happened to me too. I was in bed one night about a year ago, and... I got this phone call. My phone kept ringing off the hook, ringing off the hook. And I'm. it's like 1.30 in the morning. I knew that you were working. You were in a band on the strip at a casino and you were performing. And I thought, well, he's not calling me. It can't be him. And one of my friends was blowing up my phone. And finally, I was like, oh, what does she want? So I answered it. And all I could hear was someone screaming, Oz. Uh, had a seizure or a heart attack, he's uh he's he's on the the floor and the ambulance is coming. And that's all they said. And I was in such a panic. It's like I, I flew out of bed and I got my clothes on and just threw on makeup really fast. Like I know that sounds really <laughs> really vain of me to say that, but I don't leave the house without lipstick and some powder, okay? And I got in my car and I ran all the the lights. I'm being honest. I I told God, I said, you know what? Please forgive me in advance because I'm about to run all these lights. And I did. I mean, not all of them, but there was a couple I had to run. And I went racing down the freeway and I went down to the hospital. And I got there and there you were in a stretcher. And they were rolling you in from one of the tests that they did on your brain. And I I looked at you and you smiled and you said, oh, hey, baby doll. (laughs) Hey. And then I knew, okay, he's still there and he's not like brain dead or anything. So tell the audience what happened that night.
1: Well, I was, I was uh, playing with one of my bands that I play here in, in Vegas with um, uh, called the Sin City Sinners.
0: Oh, I love that name. Say yeah, it again.
1: Yeah. Sin City Sinners. Sin City Sinners. <laughs> Sounds like a place yes. we can be. Yeah, the Sinners have been around for over 10 years, and they've done a lot of uh, shows here in town, been through different members, and I eventually joined the band sometime in 2000, I don't know, fourteen or 15, somewhere on there. Um, but uh, I was doing a show, and it was the end of the night, and we were trying to get to the last... Uh, uh, uh end of Finale. our the end of our set right so there's things that you do to do that if to if, you know and we were just just so happy to be playing a song that we played a million times we were just trying to get to the end of it and all of a sudden i just went completely blank i just i must have just passed out in with a a, a grand mal seizure which basically like the this, this is like this, the the switch went off and i just shut my eyes and passed out and um ended but you up, don't
0: remember that, do you? I
1: don't remember anything. I don't remember anything happening. I uh, apparently i had fallen forward uh I landed on my guitar which it saved me from breaking my ribs and um and then they came over and tried to you know open my mouth cuz i was biting my tongue and and then and, and, um, the EMT showed up. I guess they gave me a shot of something, and it woke me up. Uh, and I realized I had been out for about 30 minutes, a little, little more than 30 minutes. And uh, uh, the EMTs said, um, can you get up? Can you walk? And I mm-hmm. said, yeah, sure, why not? And so I got up. The whole audience was there watching while all this was going on, and they started clapping when I stood up and walked. And um yeah,
0: they, because everyone loves you, honey
1: and, and they put me on the gurney, took me to the obviously to the hospital, and you know, I, I guess at that point, I was thinking to myself, I, I, I didn't know what was going on, I, I had no idea why uh, I lost time, you know, it's very strange,
0: yeah, seizures are very, very yeah. serious.
1: I was all banged up obviously from the fall, right um. I had bitten through my tongue, so I couldn't really talk real well. Um, but, you know, I, I had to figure out what was going on, and we ended up in the hospital for a good four to five days. Right.
0: And we, I was with you in the ER.
1: Yes, you came to the ER. I remember you being there.
0: And bu- a couple and, hours um, into the ER stay, the doctor came over and he said, Well, we did some scans, CAT scans on your brain. Mm. And he proceeded to share that you had some dark spots on your brain. Yeah. And that was really like, whoa, what, do you, what did you say, doctor? Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> well. What do you mean dark spots? I, I, What's a dark spot?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, you, you, obviously, when you get news like that, you, you don't know it's what like, to what think. The heck? You, you, you have to just kind of go, Lord, it's in your hands. You got to right. show me where to go from here. And um, so, sure enough, as time went on, there was neurologists and neurosurgeons that came in, told us what the options were, and we had decided that we would wait and see how... Well,
0: okay, so that was really scary. Yeah. yeah. After you got put in your bed, I had to go home and take a shower. They wouldn't let me spend the night because they said it wasn't allowed, Mm -hmm. and that that made me really upset. We got back, and then you got transferred to another hospital to get... I can't remember. No, it was, It was never mind. It was, you got that procedure, you had a spinal tap. Yeah,
1: it's like yeah. the movie Spinal Tap, well, they had to <laughs> but check, it wasn't. They had to check my It was my real fluid. spinal tap. They had to check to make sure there was nothing wrong That you wrong
0: didn't with have meningitis. Right. And so there were two tumors in your brain. There was an acoustic neuroma, which is a, a tumor that is by your eardrum. Mm-hmm. It's usually created from loud music, music or it runs in the family. Mm. It, they don't know how it happens. Right. And then you had another one, a, a glioma which was a a lower grade glioma, not a geoblastoma, which if anyone doesn't know what that is, a a glioma is any type of tumor in the brain formed with the brain tissue. Uh, A glioblastoma is a very aggressive tumor in the brain that actually will pretty much take someone out within a year or less. Uh, Unfortunately, he does not have a glioblastoma yet because it's right now just a glioma. It's a slower growing tumor, but it is there. And so when we brought, when they brought you to the second hospital, we had a doctor that came in and said that she recommended surgery. Mm. And that was like, we were like in shock. I remember that moment because when she left the room, I was sitting next to the bed and I was looking at you and I remember you looking at me and it was the same look you gave me the day we got married. It's like you looked in my eyes and you were like, okay, I, like you, you basically, you know, with your eyes, you told me you love me and that you trusted God. Like, it was like, I read your, I don't know if I read your mind, but it was like, okay, we're going to do this. Mm. And, and I, I could see that you saw that I was with you. Mm. So that was really, really important. Mm. Um, let's get back to the second part of this story. Right after this, you guys, welcome to The Pink Chair Show. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Since we've been going through this trial with my husband and I with his brain tumors, I wanted to share a scripture to give some people hope out there that don't think that God's going to heal them, or He might not heal them, or maybe they're really angry with God, and so now they decided not to believe God's Word. So it says... In Proverbs 4, 20 through 23, it says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Do not lose sight of them. In other words, don't throw down your Bible because you're mad at God because now you're sick and you can't get out of bed. It's not a reason to throw your Bible down. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they will bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, all else, for it determines the course of your life. And Oz, what would you say to that scripture about that the scriptures bring life to those who find them in healing your body with your tumors?
1: Well, uh, I mean, Jesus just came and healed so many just because they believed. you know, They believed in him. They knew he could heal. And, and that's the kind of faith I want to have with all of this trusting that he's going to take care of it for me. And, um, I mean, there's just so many different diverse ways that he healed. He, right. he, he, sometimes it was just spoken. Sometimes he spat on the ground and put mud in your eyes. Right. You know? So that's pretty cool. You and know? he's
0: attracted to that faith that you have. He, yes,
1: That absolutely. he's going to do it. Faith of a mustard seed, right? very little.
0: And it's really important that we stay focused on that. And just like it says in the scripture, do not lose sight of his words. Mm. And that we stand on his words and we speak his word out loud. Mm. It's so important, and and like today when I was praying for you, before (laughs) we came here, I was speaking His Word out loud, even if it was in tongues. (laughs) I don't care, because I believe that His Word will heal you. Hi, and welcome back to The Pink Chair Show. I am Annie Lobert, and I'm here with my husband, Oz Fox, my guest today. And we're going to finish what we started talking about, about the diagnosis of brain tumors. But what I want to do first, also, is I wanted to share this, one of my favorite scriptures, because it says in James, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, is anyone being tested out there? I know I am your endurance has a chance to grow so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed you will be perfect and complete needing nothing isn't that amazing Uh, I wanted to share that because I really feel like this is an opportunity for joy even though I cried earlier it's an opportunity to appreciate and to cherish and to really be in the moment of our life right now Mm. and to really experience each other and our friends, our family, doing our ministry, working in your band, Mm. really understanding and hearing what God has to say to us in this season. And so I wanted to uh, talk about that hospital stay and how when you were looking at me and it's like I saw you communicate to me that I see that you're with me, and I see that you're not going to leave my side, hmm. because that's what Jesus does. Uh, after that doctor left and said, "Hey, we need to drill in your head. We have to go. We're not sure what's going to happen." Because what did the doctor say about if we decided to go in and take that one tumor out in the back of your head? What was it going to happen to you? Well,
1: I mean, the the the, the tumor is in a specific place where uh, it, it it could <laughs> it could if it grows. Further, or if they are not careful with the way the surgery goes, I could lo- you lose the use of my left arm, which uh, that's
0: obviously major. that's my guitar playing. That, exactly. <laughs> and
1: and the other side uh, here with the uh, glioma, or sorry, the, the acoustic, uh, acoustic neuroma, neuroma is um, if they work on that, it could wipe out the hearing in my left ear. Um, right. So, you know, it's it's... You know, this is a tent, Annie. This is a tent. This isn't, this isn't my home. And this is what I've been taught through the Bible. Right. You know, we have another place we're going to go to where we're going to have glorified bodies. So that's one thing I have a hope for in all of this. Okay. But here, now, whatever God wants to do with me is, is you know, important to me. So, uh, y- you know, I've seen since I've, I mean, I accepted the Lord when I was 15 years old. And I've seen the Lord do so many miracles. I mean, the whole time from the beginning of Striper, uh, all the miracles that happened with the band, um, going through my divorce. Um, you know, I had he, a me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, all these things God pulled me through, and uh, and showed me that He was with me, and and I always got these like pats on the back from Him. Right. Always, right. Always coming to me. I can tell, you know, when something would happen, something would come my way, and I'd be like, "Wow, that that couldn't have been anybody but God."
0: Right.
1: You know, God telling me, "You're gonna be okay." Yeah. So I feel the same way now. I feel the same way now. No matter what happens in my life, and now that I'm dealing with health issues, it's it's you know, it's it's okay, Lord. You, you know you you know what's going on you you've got a plan and yes, I'm gonna trust does. you for it
0: yes he does and and so after we left the hospital, I know that they put you on a bunch of meds and for seizures and things like that yeah and so that was really heartbreaking because you couldn't even function it was like this you know like a zombie because they they, they put you on this heavy dose of levitricium and it was like two thousand milligrams and so. We, collectively, we, we, we were like, God, what do you want us to do? And we told her, no, we're not doing surgery. And I, I, I vowed that I would fight this mm. with, with whatever I had in my heart mm. and whatever strength God was going to give me. And so we both decided to do research and we decided to get on keto. <laughs> yes. Woo! I love keto. You get to eat a lot of fatty foods and it's awesome. And then we actually started doing some alternative, some RSO, which is Rick Simpson oil. And uh we have been uh, seeing different doctors mm-hmm. in actual like you know the mayo clinic and um, and also San Diego, and several of the doctors have told us that it, you there's a possibility you can wait a little bit and yeah. see what happens
1: yeah we we're trying some non-invasive uh, uh you know therapies, uh, supplements, diet. All that kind of stuff.
0: And so tell me about like what some of the things like bromelain and...
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a list. Boswellia, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there, there are certain things out there that they've researched that help to shrink tumors. Right. Antioxidant, turmeric. And it's all kind of without having to do any surgery, uh, right. no, no no radiation,
0: no chemo. Because that. doing surgery, you can never turn back time. Right. You, right. You, you get on an airplane and you have surgery on your brain you can actually get another seizure because the pressure in your brain is different now because now well, that's it, what they say. It's been opened, yeah. that's right? That's what they say. So we just didn't want to do that. And I, I'm just so uh, happy because you know, we've decided to trust God. Mm. And I, I think you, know, you don't realize uh, how serious things are until you face death. <laughs> like, I mean, literally, I want to talk about that one night, the first night we were home from the second diagnosis that you got that Mm. they were growing now Mm. what happened then so we're going to be right back you guys this is the pink chair show and i'm annie and today we have my husband here and we want to finish our story about what god is doing while you're going through a trial especially a health trial see you soon Hi, I'm Annie LoBear, I am from The Pink Chair Show, and today I wanted to share this with you about a product that I have. I actually wrote a book called Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior, and this book is actually a story about my life. It reads like a movie. If you've never heard about sex trafficking, this is the story for you to read because This is what happened to me when I came to Las Vegas and I was trafficked on the Las Vegas strip as a high class call girl, by the way, for more than a decade stuck in sexual servitude to two different traffickers. And what I like about this book is that it reads like a movie. And I know that some of you, you probably maybe not be into reading books, but this right here, I've had people actually tell me that they've picked up this book and They've started reading it before they went to bed and they stayed up all night to read all of it. Now, I don't recommend that because you'll probably lose your job, but that's how amazing this is. And I'm not bragging about any writing skills at all. It's just the story of redemption, the story of getting set free. And Oz is actually in this book. He's in the chapter Dream Come True. So you guys, we also have this in Spanish. Okay? Really cool, right? And also it's on audio and on Audible. And it's actually my husband produced it. It's in my voice. So, be sure to go to our website hookersforjesus.net. hookersforjesus.net and click on the picture of the book. It'll take you directly to the Amazon website and you can purchase it. Okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to The Pink Chair Show. I am Annie Lobert, your host. And today we are talking to my husband, Oz Fox from Striper. We are actually talking about trials today, health trials that are happening to us right now. Mm. And I wanted you, Oz, to go into after we got home from the hospital and maybe about nine months have gone by at this point. We're going back to August, right? Mm. Well, no, it's been 12, right? 12. And so we went back to the doctor for another test to see if the tumors had shrunk because we had people lay hands on you. We had pastors praying. Todd White laid hands on you on the striper bus. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. He's so radical. We love him. And we wanted to see if there was any movement in the tumors at all, if they were shrinking. And we went to the doctor, and the doctor said.
1: Yeah, first thing out of his mouth was, well, they've grown.
0: And you and I just Not a lot,
1: but they've grown. Right. So uh, then he started talk, spewing out, okay, we need to take you in. We need to start taking that out.
0: Radiation. Uh, we need to do
1: radiation on the left side so it doesn't grow anymore. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, great. <laughs> uh, right away my flesh starts getting, you know, concerned and angry. And, 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 and it just was very hard to swallow. Yeah. Especially the thought of losing the possible, losing the use of my left arm.
0: And also the thought the thought consciousness of when you get that part of your brain operated on, the doctor said, and websites have said, I've read a lot about this, that you will lose the ability to recognize faces mm. and your reasoning skills. Mm. Like yeah. what's going on and, and yeah. is that black or white? Well, or uh,
1: obviously, should I
0: drive here or should I go there? Or? In
1: the position of where it's at, it's in a place where it's not affecting anything right now. But they say if it grows anymore, it could. Right. Or if they go in and take it out, you know, with a procedure, you know, they have to be very careful around those areas, you know. Um, but again, you know, like I said, God's done so many miracles in my life. I have nothing to worry about. I, I know. I so,
0: but it, at the time, I wasn't thinking like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> I me was too. like
0: Jesus. Okay, I know we trust Him, we trust God, and we trust Him with the healing. But I went home, and I remember that night because it was just. Uh, terrible I had to walk into the office and I told Rhonda she started crying I started crying and then we got home and I remember laying there in the bed and I I distinctly remember I can't sleep do you remember that it's Uh, like it was it was so heavy on my mind and and then you turned to me and you just let it go do you remember that you started kind of
1: I mean it was very and it, it was just hard to swallow
0: it really and, was, and,
1: and the emotions started welling up in me, and it just—I just couldn't help it. I just—I I started getting emotional, and um, but that's and was, healthy for you to cry. It was—it like was—it was hard. It was hard to to think about it and think about you know where I was and that I my life was going to completely change into something that I wouldn't you know I wouldn't be used to or whatever. And, and, and to then, not
0: play guitar ever again. Well,
1: or... but but you know, again, I have to sit down and remember that God's done so many things in my life. To, to to even if the worst things happen to me, I I know that He has a purpose and and a plan. Right. And and I trust Him for that. You know. So what, what more can I say? You know, well, I I just know with <laughs> me really... I was.
0: I was messed up and I when when I when you started crying, I just didn't know what I all I could do was hug you and then after you cried, it's like we watched Disney Channel or a <laughs> Disney movie, it was funny. Barry Poppins, the original. I had never seen it. Yeah. I thought it was such a cute movie. <laughs> yeah. And it was just really comforting just to I think that sometimes we all need to just exhale and not be so worried. And then for me, I thought, OK, well, we were doing all the right things and we've gotten prayer and we believe God. And, but, you know, it, it, God says in, in James uh, 1.5, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. And so I was like, God, what do you want us to do? And obviously you've been praying to him as well. And then we got a hold of another nutritionist and we got a protocol that you're on, which is awesome. And we are believing God that we are going to beat this mm. and that God is going to get the glory. And this is going to be an amazing testimony.
1: Amen. I right? believe that. Yeah, I believe And it, it. doesn't
0: matter what the enemy thinks. And, and so we're just deciding to go through the trial and move on. And, you know, you're going to still make music and you're still in Striper and yep. the devil's a liar. That's, That's all there is to it.
1: From from this date on, uh coming soon from this day towards the end of the year here in twenty nineteen, I'm I'm gonna be uh I'm uh, in I'm gonna be doing a new striper album. And uh, uh I'll be working on new music there. Um we have two thousand twenty. D- two thousand twenty, mm-hmm. right. We'll we'll be doing more dates and I plan to do that here till, you know, whenever.
0: Yeah, whenever God calls you home. That's right. It's not, it's not time yet, and it's not over until so, he says it over. Hey, Remember that, everyone. I'm good.
1: I'm and, good. And
0: I want to speak to everyone out there. If you are going through a trial, that sometimes God just wants you to trust him. And that's where we are right now. We're in this place where we have to trust God for his healing. I have to trust God that he's going to provide whatever I need to provide for him and to help him through his journey into into wholeness and healing. And in the process, he's creating a new strength in my faith. I don't know about you, but I've been been asking God to grow my faith. So whoever's listening out there and watching this show right now, may he grow your faith through your trial. Do not count it as death and darkness, Mm -hmm. count it as all joy. He's about to do a miracle and that's how we're going to end this. God's about to do a miracle in our lives and we declare that in yours. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you soon in The Pink Chair Show. Today I wanted to share this with you about a product that I have. I actually wrote a book called Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. And this book is actually a story about my life. It reads like a movie. If you've never heard about sex trafficking, this is the story for you to read because this is what happened to me when i came to las vegas and i was trafficked on the las vegas strip as a high-class call girl by the way for more than a decade stuck in sexual servitude to two different traffickers and what i like about this book is that it reads like a movie and i'm not bragging about any writing skills at all it's just the story of redemption the story of getting set free and oz is actually in this book he's in the chapter dream come true. So, you guys, we also have this in Spanish. It's okay? Really cool, right? And also it's on audio and on audible. So be sure to go to our website, hookersfor Jesus.net. Jesus.net, and click on the picture of the book. It'll take you directly to the Amazon website and you can purchase it. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us today on The Pink Chair Show. And some of you might be wondering what The Pink Chair Show actually is. Well, obviously, we have pink chairs. We bring real, raw, and relevant issues that are happening today. We bring a solution to the table so you and I can live in freedom. That's what The Pink Chair Show is all about from a woman's perspective because women have a voice. You have a voice, ladies. And even men, you have a voice as well. But with us, we become more powerful and unified. So stay tuned for future Pink Chair Shows. Don't forget, watch CTN and look for The Pink Chair Show. (music)